section six of satan's diary by leonid andreev translated by herman bernstein this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by caroline february eighteenth nineteen fourteen rome hotel internationale yesterday i visited magnus i was compelled to wait long for him in the garden and when he did appear he was so cold and indifferent that i felt like leaving i observed a few grey hairs in the black beard i had not noticed them before was maria unwell i appeared concerned everything is so uncertain that on leaving a person for one hour one may have to seek him in eternity maria is well thank you replied magnus frigidly he seemed surprised as if my question were presumptuous and improper and how are your affairs mr wondergood the roman papers are filled with news of you you are scoring a big success with pain aggravated by the absence of maria i revealed to magnus my disappointment and my ennui i spoke well not without wit and sarcasm i grew more and more provoked by his lack of attention and interest plainly written on his pale and weary face not once did he smile or venture to put any questions but when i reached the story of my nephew he frowned in displeasure and said fie this is a cheap variety farce how can you occupy yourself with such trifles mr wondergood i replied angrily but it is not i who am occupying myself with them signor magnus and how about the interviews what about that flight of yours you should drive them away this humbles your three billions and is it true that you delivered some sort of a sermon the joy of play forsook me unwilling as magnus was to listen to me i told him all about my sermon and those credulous fools who swallowed sacrilege as they do marmalade and did you expect anything different mr wondergood i expected that they would fall upon me with clubs for my audacity when i sacrilegiously bandied about the words of the testament yes they are beautiful words agreed magnus but didn't you know that all their worship of god and all their faith are nothing but a sacrilege when they term a wafer the body of christ while some sixtus or pious reigns undisturbed and with the approval of all catholics as the vicar of christ why should not you an american from illinois call yourself at least his governor this is not meant as sacrilege mr wondergood these are simply allegories highly convenient for blockheads and you are only wasting your wrath but when will you get down to business 
i threw up my hands in skilfully simulated sorrow i want to do something but i know not what to do i shall probably never get down to business until you magnus agree to come to my aid he frowned at his own large motionless white hands and then at me you are too credulous mr wondergood this is a great fault when one has three billions no i am of no use to you our roads are far apart but dear magnus i expected him to strike me for this gentle dear which i uttered in my best possible falsetto but i ventured to continue with all the sweetness i managed to accumulate in rome i looked upon the dim physiognomy of my friend and in a still gentler falsetto i asked and of what nationality are you my dear signor magnus i suspect for some reason that you are not italian he replied calmly no i am not italian but where is your country my country omne solum liberam libro patria i suppose you do not know latin it means where freedom is there is the fatherland of every free man will you take breakfast with me the invitation was couched in such icy tones and maria's absence was so strongly implied therein that i was compelled to decline it politely the devil take this man i was not at all in a merry mood that morning i fervently wished to weep upon his breast while he mercilessly threw cold showers upon my noblest transports i sighed and changed my pose i assumed a pose prepared especially for maria speaking in a low voice i said i want to be frank with you signor magnus my past contains many dark pages which i should like to redeem i-he quickly interrupted me there are dark pages in everybody's past mr wondergood i myself am not so clear of reproach as to accept the confession of such a worthy gentleman i am a poor spiritual father he added with a most unpleasant laugh i never pardon sinners and in view of that what pleasure could there be for you in your confession better tell me something more about your nephew is he young we spoke about my nephew and magnus smiled a pause ensued then magnus asked whether i had visited the vatican gallery and i bade him good-bye requesting him to transmit my compliments to maria i confess i was a sorry sight and felt deeply indebted to magnus when he said in bidding me farewell do not be angry with me mr wondergood i am not altogether well to-day and am rather worried about my affairs that's all i hope to be more pleasant when we meet again but be so kind as to excuse me this morning i shall see that maria gets your compliments 
if this black-bearded fellow were only playing i confess i would have found a worthy partner a dozen piccaninis could not have licked off the honeyed expression my face assumed at magnus's promise to transmit my greetings to maria all the way back to my hotel i smiled idiotically at the coachman's back and afterwards bestowed a kiss on toppy's brow the canaille still maintains an odour of fur like a young devil i see there was a profit in your visit said toppy significantly how is magnus's daughter you understand splendid toppy splendid she said that my beauty and wisdom reminded her of solomon's toppy smiled condescendingly at my unsuccessful jest the honeyed expression left my face and rust and vinegar took the place of the sugar i locked myself in my room and for a long time continued to curse satan for falling in love with a woman you consider yourself original my earthly friend when you fall in love with a woman and begin to quiver all over with the fever of love and i do not i can see the legions of couples from adam and eve on i can see their kisses and caresses i can hear the words so cursedly monotonous and i begin to detest my own lips daring to mumble the mumblings of others my eyes simulating the gaze of others my heart surrendering obediently to the click of the lock of a house of shame i can see all these excited animals in their groaning and their caresses and i cry with revulsion at my own mass of bones and flesh and nerves take care satan in human form deceit is coming over you won't you take maria for yourself my earthly friend take her she is yours not mine ah if maria were my slave i would put a rope around her neck and would take her naked to the market-place who will buy who will pay the most for this unearthly beauty ah do not hurt the poor blind merchant open wide your purses jingle louder your gold generous gentlemen what she will not go fear not signor she will come and she will love you this is simply her maidenly modesty sir shall i tie the other end of the rope about her and lead her to your bed kind sir take the rope along with you i charge nothing for that only rid me of this heavenly beauty she has the face of the radiant madonna she is the daughter of the honourable thomas magnus and both of them are thieves he stole his white hands and she her pristine face but i am beginning to play with you dear reader that is a mistake i have simply taken the wrong note-book no it is not a mistake it is worse i play because my loneliness is very great very deep i fear it has no bottom at all 
i stand on the edge of an abyss and hurl words many heavy words into it but they fall without a sound i hurl into it laughter threats and moans i spit into it i fling into it heaps of stones and rocks i throw mountains into it and still it remains silent and empty no really there is no bottom to this abyss and we toil in vain you and i my friend but i see your smile and your cunning laugh you understand why i spoke so sourly of loneliness ah it is love and you want to ask whether i have a mistress yes there are two one is a russian countess the other an italian countess they differ only in the kind of perfume they use but this is such an immaterial matter that i love them both equally you probably wish to ask also whether i shall ever visit magnus again yes i shall go to magnus i love him very much it matters little that his name is false and that his daughter has the audacity to resemble the madonna i haven't enough of wondergood in me to be particular about a name and i am too human not to forgive the efforts of others to appear divine i swear by eternal salvation that the one is worthy of the other End of section six.